7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. Thank you very much, Mr. Greg Hoss, and uh, good evening, and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and for joining us on Sport On. And it is a Tuesday where we like to talk careers in sport, and tonight, as we continue our celebrations of Women's Month, we will profile the first South African female referee to officiate in a Curry Cup match, also the first female referee in history to be included in the South African Rugby Referees Association's National B Panel back in 2016. That is uh, referee Amy Barrett-Teron. She's recently returned from the U.S where she was in charge of test matches uh, between England and France as well as France and the USA at the World Rugby Women's Super Series in July and she'll be flying to New Zealand this Sunday to referee New Zealand versus Australia's women's test match before the men's Bledisloe Cup clash of course between Australia and New Zealand where Jakob Paper will be in charge and uh, so that's going to be the first part of our conversation at this evening and as the search for a new Bafana Bafana coach continues we have invited Safa Technical Committee member and the president of Safa Limpopo, Mr. Jack Maluleke, to help us understand what they are looking for in the new coach. They have already stated that they are focusing on a local coach, and Maluleke himself has been quoted as saying that he likes Steve Compella. So we'll give him a chance to clarify that statement or whether he was misquoted. I know everybody has an opinion on Bafana Bafana and Safa, so please feel free to join this conversation when we speak to Safa. You can call us on 891 you can SMS on 409. No, I don't think that's the right SMS number. I'll get that one for you. Uh, but you can WhatsApp us on 061-4104-107. And we are using the hashtag SAFM Spot On on uh, social media. Remember that Safa's technical committee uh, had held their first meeting this Saturday. Um, after The day after Coach Stuart Baxter had announced his retirement. Uh, so they met on Saturday. And uh, so we're going to find out what came out on Saturday from that uh, technical committee meeting from Mr. Jack Malulek and to find out where we are now as far as the search is confirmed. What we do know is that the assistant coach, Coach Mulef Inseke, has been put in interim charge of Bafana Bafana and there is a FIFA break next next month. So are they going to appoint a new coach before then? Is Bafana going to play in that during that FIFA win, window? We'll find out more from Mr. Maluleke. And that SMS number is 41391. You can call us on 0891 or send voice notes on WhatsApp on 061-4104-107. We're celebrating Women's uh, Women's Month as a country. Just for you, what's the significance of Women's Month? Um, I obviously love this month and I think we should celebrate it every uh, every month. And um, yeah, it's, just a, it's a great occasion to celebrate women, especially in the sporting world uh, that I'm involved in. And yeah, to really just take the time and appreciate say, men and women. Um yeah, who who makes sport their passion or just uh, living a good life. Mm. And before we get to your refereeing career, um, Amy, let's touch on your playing career first. Where did the love for rugby come from? I used to, I loved the game ever since I realized what it was. I used to love watching it on a Saturday and um, I actually started playing touch rugby mm. and really enjoyed that. And then um, uh, added to the challenge and started with sevens and, and fifteens rugby. And I just, yeah, it's rugby such a, it's like a phys- physical, mental, emotional challenge that, um, yeah, it really pushes you. And, uh, yeah, I think being South African, rugby is one of our cultures almost. So, um, yeah, I just love the game as soon as I saw it. And it's also seen as a male sport. Was your family supportive when you started playing? Um, I think my mom was concerned, obviously. There's, uh, there's a good bit of contact in the game. 
Uh, so she was obviously worried um, that I'd get injured and things like that. But yeah, as, as um, you know, in anything I did, my mom was always very supportive. So yeah, she's been there since from the start, and um, they, uh, yeah, everyone's incredibly supportive now, especially to see how far I've gone. And at which stage, Amy, did you did you start taking it seriously and and realize that you could actually even play uh, for the Springbok women's team? Um, I think it it was all quite an interesting process, really. I was just enjoying the game, enjoying the sevens, um, and it was quite early on in my career. I started in 2005, and then um, in 2006, I played a sevens tournament, and uh, our coach got an email to say that they're inviting me to the the SA sevens camp. Uh, so it was all quite unreal to start off with so um, yeah a little bit of luck and a whole lot of hard work behind the scenes and it all turned out quite well I mentioned you've played for the box and you've also played at the World Cup in 2010 what would you say are your highlights in the green and gold um, I'd say 2009 World Cup was, was amazing for me playing in the semi-finals against Australia um, really just, just lost it uh, lost it by a few points and just an amazing experience to be there and um, and be around the top top uh, athletes uh, in the world, and you know, and everyone shares that same passion of of, of rugby. Uh, so that's definitely definitely one of my highlights. And as far as challenges, what did you have to overcome while still playing? Could you even make a living out of playing rugby, even though you're playing for the national team? Uh, no, unfortunately not at the time. Uh, but I was fortunate enough to to be able to get a a university degree. Um, I got a bursary to Selimash. University and uh, yeah, I just write my playing and manage to study at the same time. So um, I am involved in biokinetics now. I run that in practice, but um, yeah, unfortunately at that time it wasn't professional. Um, but yeah, it's definitely growing leaps and bounds. I mean, the seven schools are professional now, and um, yeah, you know, we've got so many programs going for the women's rugby um, that I'm sure in the near future it'll be a viable option. Well, you've just mentioned uh, uh, that you're running your own practice. Uh, just tell us more about that and how do you find the balance? Um, yeah, so I'm a biokineticist, so I'm involved in exercise rehabilitation. So I have a, a mini gym and um, yeah, I see patients on a one-on-one basis, help them recover from their injuries using exercise and also manage um, chronic diseases. Um, yeah, it's pretty much using exercise as medicine. So um, I love my day job. Uh, of course, a difficult balance because I do travel quite a bit for rugby, mm. but I've got some very supportive, uh, supportive patients, and they they come back when I come back into the country, and obviously always asking about my rugby, and I get messages <laughs> when I'm overseas saying good luck. So yeah, I'm really fortunate to where um, to be where I am. Um, it's a good bit of time management, and um, yeah, I I just I love both, and I I would love to be both as long as I can. And looking at your refereeing career now, um, did you always know you wanted to go that route after your playing days? I think you started refereeing in 2014. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it, was, if it was always something I wanted to do. Um, I didn't really consider it because I think as a player, we aren't always fans of the referees. <laughs> um, but then as I you know, started to wrap up my career, I looked for a way to, to give back to the game and provide a service uh, to the game that gave me so much. Uh, you know, I was able to travel the world and um, like I said before, I got my university degree through them, um, through rugby as well. So, um, yeah, I, and I like a good challenge. So picking up the whistle was definitely one of the hardest things I've done. And, um, yeah, I just haven't, haven't looked back since. 
And you became the first female referee to be included in the South African Rugby's Referees Association National B Panel two years later. You've progressed tremendously over the years. Did you expect to make the progression that soon? And, and how big a moment was that for you? Uh, oh, it was absolutely incredible. I think, um, yeah, I'm still uh, very grateful to SA Rugby. Uh, uh, um, this year and last year, being part of the um, SA Premier Panel at the moment, I'm working with, um, you know, referee colleagues like Yaku Kaper, mm. uh, Rasta Rasabenga, Morris, and, and the and there's about uh, nine of the gents on, on the Premier Panel. And uh, they've everyone's been incredibly supportive and I've obviously, obviously got to make sure that I'm working hard behind the scenes to make sure my performances can match up to that. But yeah, um, you know, the, the journey has been uh, tough but incredible and very, very worthwhile. And um, I think when I first started, I just, like I said, I just wanted to give back to the game and enjoy it. And the more I got involved, the more I wanted to challenge myself to to go as far as I can, you know, to, to ref as far as I can in the men's game and, and the same for the women's game internationally. Is, is the pressure, Amy, to prove yourself because you're a female referee? And how do you feel when people refer to you as a female referee? Is that a tag? Are you happy to carry on or do you want just to be known as a ref? Yeah, I think there's two yeah, there's two sides to it. The first thing is, you know, I'm a referee and I want to be judged the same and um, be treated the same and, uh, you know, I'm there to do a, to do a job. It's, it's not about my gender. Uh, playing international rugby for the extensive time that I did and all the hard work we've done behind the scenes, um, you know, it's it's about the performance and keeping the players uh, being the rock stars, you know, rather than the show being all about me. But at the same time, I think it is important to to realise uh, that women can um, achieve things like this in sport. And it it may not be um, rugby, it may be any sport, it may even be in the business, uh, business world, but just to know that just because things are the way they are right now, it doesn't mean it'll be like that in the future, you know? So mm. if I can make it in rugby, then, you know, anyone can make it anyway. Um, yeah. You also made the panel for the Olympic Games in uh, 2016 in, in, in Rio there, the World Rugby Women Sevens. How big a highlight was that? Oh, that was that was amazing. And I'll forever remain in gold on my CV. <laughs> I, um, I dreamed of going to the Olympics when I was about 12. And you know, my mom was supportive from day one. But I also... Looking back now, obviously it w- it wasn't very realistic uh, at the time, um, but yeah, to get that call up, uh, an absolute dream come true, and you know, being being surrounded by the top athletes in the world uh, with the incredible team that I went with, uh, the, like I get goosebumps still thinking about it. That you know, the mm. running out of the stadium and how supportive everyone was, and yeah, I think that's uh, anyone involved in sports like you want to be involved in the best tournament there is and, and I was privileged enough to be there. Definitely. And and then a year later you made your test debut in a World Cup qualifier. I think it was Japan and Fiji in Hong Kong. Were you nervous? How were you feeling and how was that experience? Uh, it was it was it was amazing to be given the opportunity. So I've been wrestling a lot of sevens and went to branch into the fifteenth world. It was uh, a new challenge for me. Um yeah, to you want to say um non-rugby playing nations but you know yeah. both teams in their own right have, have come a long way um, you know in the middle of Hong Kong uh, great learning experience and I'm glad I have improved since then and progressed and learned and um, yeah it was great to, great to go from that to, to where I am today and you know everyone's got to start somewhere and um, 
yeah, it was great. I mean, we played on artificial turf, which was something something new to me. Um, yeah, with two teams that um, struggled to speak English, and yeah, it was you know that you you, you uh, enjoy your start, and I'll never forget it. And yeah, just all the opportunities that refing has given me, and uh, you know, traveling the world and refing so many different teams, it's, I'll be forever grateful for that, and I look forward to the challenge of of what's to come. And I remember last year then there was a lot of fanfare here in South Africa when you became the first female referee to take charge of a Curry Cup fixture. It was SW, I think SWD and the Leopards in George. How did you deal with all that attention? Um, for me, I just went, I took it back to basics. You know, when I run in between those four lines, it's about the rugby and it's it's my job that I need to do. Um, it was amazing to be recognized by, by um, everyone in South Africa and the media. And, you know, it was an important step uh, for female referees, um, yeah, I, I just you know the overall, the actual game was was incredible, nice, uh, fast intensity, and you know, quick decision making. You know, but the the players were incredibly respectful, um, as well as the crowd, which uh, you know it, it can be difficult out there. But mm. yeah, everyone was so supportive, and it was yeah just amazing to to be able to have that experience under my belt. And yeah, I just look forward to more opportunities going forward. And what do they call it? Do they call you Mr. Ref or do they have to think twice before they say <laughs> Mr. Ref? <laughs> yeah, so, so for me, I'm very used to Mr. Ref and so I think uh, 99% of their games are, are ref by men. So um, I actually see it as a, um, uh, as a compliment because they're, they're treating me as they would any other referee and it's yeah. not, uh, you know, it's not me being female ref. It's just, you know, ref and they're here to play and I'm there to ref. For those who've just joined us, we're catching up with uh, referee Amy Barrett-Tarona just to profile her and find out more about her career, history-making career. We're going to wrap up after this quick break, but if you want to join the conversation, we can take your calls right now on 0891-104-207. You can also SMS us on 41391, or if you prefer, um, if you use it on social media, rather, we're using the hashtag SAFMSportOn. Unfortunately, our WhatsApp is down at the moment, so we can't take WhatsApp voice notes, but you can call us. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. Still talking to referee Amy Barrett Teron. Um, Amy, I mentioned before the break that I was asking if they were calling you Mr. Ref or Mrs. Ref. And uh, do you think it should be normal for women to referee or to officiate male games? And on that note, I mean, do we have other female referees that are coming through the system? Uh, yes, I, I think so. Uh, going to your first question, I think um, I get uh, assessed by the same on the same fitness tests and the same law exams and the same assessments. And so every game we get assessed by a performance reviewer. So um, if I'm good enough, then yeah, it doesn't matter who I ref. You know, whoever I'm qualified to ref, I'd I'd be happy to take it. So um, yeah, I'd love for there to be to be more opportunities, but I think people also need to realise that it is a lot of hard work and it's not a, a you know a spoon feed to the top um, so if they're prepared to do it it's, it's very worthwhile and yeah if you look at our local scene uh, someone like Ashley Murray up in, up in Joburg um, she's got some opportunities now um, to ref some of the World Cup qualifiers uh, coming up I think it's actually this weekend um, so she'll be involved in some African tests so, and she's also involved in the seventh uh, circuit where I started so yeah uh, young and passionate and yeah technically sound so I look forward to seeing um, what more she can do on the right field. And it's obviously great to have a, a female colleague. Mm. And, um, yeah, there's a, 
there's a, a women's panel at SA Rugby uh, with a handful of women's referees who referee all the uh, women's provincial games as well as in their local societies, they'll refer men's club games and school games and things like that. So, I didn't know. Yeah, there's quite a few. Um, so Lissandra Matia from KZN and Maria Mabotti from Griffins. And yeah, they've provided a good service to the game. And well done, by the way, to SA Rugby. I say they're doing a lot of work when it comes to women's rugby. The Springboks are playing today. And uh, there's also that Cape Town leg of the Seven Series where they'll have a women's series also. And um, it all. Yes, let's go to the lines here. We've got somebody that has called us to speak to Amy. Um, good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM. Hello, hi. It's Amy's mom here. <laughs> no wonder they didn't tell me who is calling in here. How are you, ma'am? Thank I'm you for calling us. Very, oh, thanks. Thanks for having her I'm in the studio. I'm very well. How are you? No, we're fine. Uh, thanks. And I'm sure you've got a few words to say to Amy. Well, I don't uh, get to speak to her that often because she's so busy. So um, this is a good opportunity to just ask her how she is. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could help. While we've got you on the line, then, ma'am, I asked Amy earlier on if the family was supportive. How did you feel when she took up rugby? Um, well, she'd been playing touch rugby at school and hockey and a lot of other uh, quite um, hectic sports as well. So I'm sure it was. I wasn't really back in on the 15s, um, just more worried about her getting injured and her teeth and everything else and having lots of injuries. But um, she was uh, she was going, she was determined to do it. Amy is a very determined person. She throws herself 100% into all sports and anything else that she takes on as a project. So I knew that um, I was going to lose that battle. But I was just... Praying that she was going to keep safe and uh, not suffer too many injuries. And she's been amazing. She's amazingly strong and resilient. And um, I don't worry about her too much anymore on the field. <laughs> you must be proud of how far she's come. Very proud. Extremely proud. Yeah. Um, she's just amazing. She's surpassed everything that we ever thought. She always did say she wanted to go to the Olympics and she wanted to do um, some more to professional level. But... You know, we we are we were all the family were very supportive of her, and her father at the time said, and believe me, she'll do it, and mm. she, she did. You know, so she's a very determined person, very uh, hardworking. Did it all by herself, actually. I read an interview while preparing for the show where she says that you are, might not be the sportiest person, but you're definitely the strongest, and you've motivated her to become the person that she is today. And she described you as a mentor and her hero. Were you aware of that? Uh, no, no, I was. No, I wasn't. Um, considering I'm sort of like um, just five foot, I'm not so sure I'm that physically strong. But um, I always sort of try to tell my children that they can be anything they wanted to be. That they, you know, that they wanted to work hard at it, they were going to do it. And um, Amy just took that on, and she's she's very hardworking. She's diligent and conscientious and she you know she did have her moments growing up as a teenager as they all do but mm. um on the whole she um i just tried to instill in her what my parents instilled in me you know you can get there if you work hard enough for it mm. amy i'm not making that up right because i read it somewhere <laughs> <laughs> no and i definitely said it I, I believe it every every single day um, my mom she might not be physically 
big and strong, but uh, she's got the strongest heart and the kindest heart, and um, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today without her. Oh, great stuff. Well, Emmy's mother, is it Baba? Barbara. Barbara, thank you very much for calling us, Barbara, and uh, really great, great to hear from you. And we wish you and wish Amy and the family all the best going forward. And we just thought we should bring her on and profile her and highlight what she's achieved in this male-dominated sport. Oh, thank you. We all feel very. Uh, she's a blessing. I feel very blessed to have her, and the achievements that she's come so far with her sport. It's been amazing to watch, and I'm very, very proud. Thanks for your interview. Thank you, ma'am. And Amy, as we wrap up, what's your ultimate dream? I know you've said the Olympics, you've achieved that. What's your ultimate goal when it comes to your career? Um, I think uh, the world's most at the moment. Uh, if I, I, uh, I'm I, really looking forward to some of the bigger tournaments. We've got the Women's World Cup at, at 2021. Um, and then, yeah, to really cement my place in the Men's Curry Cup, um, Curry Cup division, the Curry Cup season, and yeah, to to do well and um, on the the men's premier panel and and do my colleagues proud and and those at SA Rugby just you know continue to fly their flag. So yeah, good couple of uh, big tournaments coming up. You know, a men's international is um, is a is a possibility in my mind. So yeah. um, I'm going to keep working towards that. And what advice would you have for those wanting to follow in your footsteps or just for um, a young girls there who just like the sport of rugby and they want to be involved in some capacity? I think absolutely go for it. I think uh, hopefully my career will, will prove that it is possible. And yeah, to, to work as hard as you can behind the scenes. I think uh, if if you want to do it, if you've got that dream, then, then live that dream every day and, and you know, work as hard as you can. It's definitely definitely not easy, but uh, I can tell you at the end of it from, from personal experience, it's, it's well worth it. You're looking forward to the Bledisloe Cup? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, Need to start packing my bags and head off to New Zealand on Sunday. And I think uh, you know a match in Eden Park uh, with two of the top, uh, some of the top nations. You know, New Zealand versus Australia and women. Um, it'll be an experience I won't forget. Great stuff, Amy. It's a pleasure and honour for us to talk to you. We wish you all of the best and thank you once again for finding time to speak to us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. What an inspirational story there. Uh, referee Amy Barrett-Teron. And she can certainly only go higher and higher from here. We definitely wish her all the best of luck. And we're going to follow her progress. And once again, as I said, well done to SA Rugby for doing something. I know we always slam them uh, for this and that or when the Springboks lose. But we must also give credit where it is due because they're doing a lot of work on the ground.